Game on! It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello, happy Saturday on this 28th of January. It's Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. I'm your host, CJ Baumgartner. We're diving in the latest in Wadena Deer Creek Athletics, and we have all the coaches in line to talk with them, and we'll get those conversations going when we come back. Time out! Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. And coach, give us the latest. What's been going on in the last week with your team? Yeah, it's been a, a wild uh, wild stretch since we last talked to you. Um, last week when we talked on Friday, our our game the night before at uh, Sabika was postponed uh, due to some illness over in Sabika. Uh, so we hadn't played for about a week, and then we all of a sudden took off like wildfire and uh, headed up to Crookston Friday night and played up there. Uh, followed by East Grand Forks on Saturday, and then we uh, played Verndale here uh, at Verndale on Tuesday. Um, and unfortunately for us, we were able to come away with three more uh, road victories to wrap up our long road trip. It feels like we haven't been, uh, well, actually we haven't had a home game for about two and a half weeks where uh, kind of just being road warriors here and got a lot of, uh, a lot of wins on the road, but it's going to be fun to be back in our own gym tonight. And you mentioned those couple wins. You had to go on the road at Crookston, at East Grand Forks, and getting wins in both those games. What would you like out of your team having, like you said, to go on the road in kind of a back-to-back, a little bit unusual circumstances? Yeah, it was a fun trip. Um, we started off at Crookston. Uh, they're both, both Crookston and East Grand are 8AA section games for us. Um, so we knew how important those kind, those kind of games are just for our overall seeding and standings. Um, and we really came out and played really well uh, Friday night at Crookston. I can't remember the exact final score, but I think we won by like 25, 30, something like that. Um, all the kids got in. It was just a, a great overall effort by our team. Um, you know, and then we got to spend the night up there. So we boys had a lot of fun hanging on the hotel and uh, reminiscing about the big win and everything and got ready for uh, East Grand Forks. And Saturday morning, the QRF updated uh, and looking at our section, East Grand was the uh, four seed and we would have been the six seed. Uh, had it ended right then and there. Um, so we knew how big of a game that could be as far as tiebreakers and um, everything else that goes into the, the seeding at the end of the year. And we, we played extremely well. Uh, it was a game that went into overtime. East Grand Forks, one of those teams that uh, we knew was going to be tough this year. And they they full-court press the entire game, and they run, run, run. Um, so that's why some people are seeing the high-scoring game. I think it was 96-93. Um, it was uh, it was a very high-scoring game, um, especially on the second day of a back-to-back. But the boys just battled. Uh, I think there was a point in the first half, kind of late in the first half, about two minutes to go, where we were actually down about eight points, and we finished the half on like a eight or nine zero run to take the lead uh, going into the half. And uh, we just played played well, played really, really well um, in overtime. Uh, we got to give a big shout out to uh, Lyric Haug. He came in off the bench. Uh, didn't really get to see a ton of minutes in the second half, but. Uh, due to some foul trouble and injuries that were happening. Uh, we called his name, and he came in, and he ended up uh, making the game-winning three-pointer right at the buzzer. So a lot of excitement, a lot of fun uh, in that road trip, and it was a great, great weekend. And, you know, those those clutch wins and those late last-second wins have been something you guys have had as your specialty uh, the last couple of weeks, Aiken, Pillager, and now East Grand Forks. Do you uh, just... How has your team handled that in late-game situations, and how impressive is it to be able to do it multiple times throughout a year? 
Yeah, you know, it was one of those things where the first overtime game we had uh, back, well, shoot, it was two weeks ago already, was at Aiken, um, where that was the first experience of overtime these guys had. I don't even, I don't think I'd have to double check our schedule from last year, but I don't think we even had an overtime game last year um, where just, you know, those clutch minutes and clutch times uh, late in the game, I believe both the Aiken and Pillager ones were for back-to-back. We were trailing in the game um, and had to make some big shots and get some big stops just to get to overtime. Uh, where th- that's going to do nothing but get us ready and uh, prepare us down the road. Um, when we're playing some of these other teams, whether it's a section opponent, a conference opponent, um, these late game situations, our boys now have kind of proven that uh, they're more than capable of holding their own and coming up with those big clutch stops and those big clutch shots. Um, where you know I, I don't see anything but a benefit for us being able to play in those games now. And earlier in the week, you were able to play Verndale, get another Park Region Conference win. What'd you like out of your team in that game? Yeah, Verndale's always been one of those teams. Um, you know, throw the records out the window uh, for whatever reason. Uh, the way Greg Johnson and those boys, they run this weird-looking little zone offense or defense, excuse me. Um, and for whatever reason, it's always kind of given us trouble. Um, I don't know why. I don't know what's so special or different about it, but he, he always has his boys working hard. Um, and coming into that game, we were, we were kind of looking back in the, the records here. And for the last, I think I've been the head coach for eight years. And I think our overall record with Verndale is like seven and seven, where for whatever reason, we just seem to always drop a game to Verndale at Verndale. Um, and like I said, throw the records out the window. There's been games years where they're better than us record wise. And we're better than them. And it doesn't seem to matter. They, uh, they just find great ways to win. So, uh, we definitely were prepared for them, um, prepared as well as we could. I know a lot of people, you know, maybe would maybe think I'm just kind of blowing smoke about that, but uh, with them being a three and nine team and we were nine and three coming in, um, we knew that you know we had to play really really well to escape with a win. Um, and luckily, our guys kind of came out and uh, threw the first punch, so to speak. And we were up ten or eleven at halftime and kind of just told the boys you got to dig in because Verndale a couple shots and they're right back in it. And uh, I think we ended up uh, winning by thirty or something like that, but. Uh, really proud of the boys, uh, their understanding and knowing that some of these games, if we want to be where we want to be um, in the section, in the conference, all those things at the end of the year, um, all of these mid-January, late-January games matter. Uh, you can't have a slip-up and you can't have um, some mistakes to blemish your record a little bit if you really want to get to, uh, to where you want to be. Now tonight you have a matchup against New York Mills as part of a doubleheader. Uh, wh- what do you know about New York Mills and what are you looking forward to in this game to playing them? Yeah, New York Mills is another team. Um, if people just look at the records, uh, they got their first win of the year um, Tuesday night uh, against Tabika. So I think they're sitting at like 1-14. But um, looking at their scores, they're, they're playing a lot better. Uh, we've gotten some different films on them and checking them out that, uh, you know, they're, they're still maybe not the most talented team, but they're working hard. Um, Coach Bounty has got those boys playing well right now where it's another one of those things with a, a weird schedule and a doubleheader type atmosphere and a two-hour late start to this morning on Friday here. Um, it's going to be one of those games where we really have to have to dig in. And like I was talking about with Burndale, um, we got to make sure we take care of business so that we uh, can be where we want to be towards the end of the year. And to get that win uh, for people listening on Saturday morning to, to hear that the Wolverines won, what do you guys have to do in the game? Uh, the biggest thing for me, uh, we beat them, I think, by like 20 or so the first time we played them. And we really didn't play a great defensive game that night. Um, they were looking back at some of that film. We gave them wide, wide open shots, and they uh, they absolutely drained them. And that kept them kept them in the game. And we, uh, to our standard and where we feel like we should be playing right now, 
Um, we just had a lot of mistakes in that game. So I think it's going to come down to our defensive effort. Uh, looking at uh, what we did on Tuesday night at Burndale, holding them to, I think it was 17 points each half, where if we can do something like that, uh, I've, I've kind of said that all along this year, that if our defense can pick up and hold teams in the low low 40s or below 40 or whatever it might be, um, our team's got a great chance. We've got a lot of offensive power, um, a lot of guys that can score the basketball, but it's going to come down to getting stopped. So if it's Saturday morning, people are hearing this. Um, if the Wolverines came out with the victory, it's because we really locked down and played great defense. And last question for you here, Coach. Playing New York Mills the second time around, what's it like kind of having to do that punch-counterpunch with uh, playing a team twice in the year, and uh, just how do you feel like your team is prepared for that? Yeah, everybody's different uh, when it comes to as far as if you won or you lost the first time. You know, where uh, Mills right now is probably licking their lips thinking, you know, that they just got the big win on Tuesday and this is their revenge game and they can prove that uh, the first score was uh, was just the fake score. It wasn't really the, the true test of what they how they should stack up with us. Um, you know, and then when you look on teams that won that first match by a, by a good margin, um, you know, for myself personally, I worry that the boys are going to kind of overlook them and just think that they can just show up and take care of business where uh, really playing them the second time, you got to be as locked in as you were the first time. Um, everybody, I think, knows in the area that has gone and watched uh, Park Region Conference matchups, uh, really anybody can beat anybody at any given time um, or at any, any given night where we got to be locked in and ready to go. All right, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. Coach, always great to talk with you, and we look forward to chatting with you again next week. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's Coach Toomberg talking about his boys basketball team. Now let's swing over and check in on the girls basketball team. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip. And coach, how's the last week been like for your team? It's uh, it's been a it's been a grind, that's for sure. Um, and we knew it would be coming into this week playing Pelican, Perham, and and Mills, <laughs> having those three teams um, or those three opponents in in one week. We knew it'd be it'd be tough, and we knew we would be challenged. And you know we're zero two so far this week, but uh, we're 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 taking some things from from each game, uh, some good things, and then you know trying to improve on some things as well. And you know you mentioned trying to take some things, learn some lessons from those couple games. What have been uh, the stuff? What has been the things that you've been trying to take away? Yeah, you know, Pelican, we uh, we played incredibly well all throughout that game. You know, we were up at half, 20 to 14, and uh, locked into the game plan and executed well. But uh, uh, late late second half, we just had a lot of a lot of costly miscues, a lot of costly turnovers where um, they were really just unforced. And so um, you can't do that against those good teams because they'll capitalize. And um, that's what we found out last night against Perm too. You know, we did did a lot of good things against them, got some good looks offensively just couldn't knock them down and then um you know we uh had a couple turnovers there in the second half and that's when a, a high-powered perm, perm team takes advantage so um you know we're uh we're learning and and uh taking lessons along the way and you had three games uh, throughout the course of the week uh, like you talked about pelican and then perm and the new york mills uh, with three games in a week like that not a lot of time to practice do you think that's a good thing in terms of like just getting back out there and trying it again or do you like maybe having a day of practice or two in between to really hammer out some things um i would say at least the practice in between is is ideal you know so that you can at least uh you know get an understanding of of the other team's personnel and, and what they're running and, um, you know, get some shots up, that sort of thing. But, uh, so, you know, going into tonight's game after, after last night's tough loss is, 
it's going to be a challenge. But you know, at the same time, it is kind of it is kind of good to just get right back at it and and compete and um, give it another whirl because you know then you're just not you're not dwelling on the, the previous night. You're just playing, you know. So there's there's uh, perks and cons to both. So you know, um, it is what it is, and we got to go out and compete. And throughout the last week, Coach, who's been somebody uh, on your team uh, who you thought maybe has just really been uh, working hard, maybe not always showing up in a game situation, but who's been somebody in practice who you thought has really uh, been taking some strides over the last week or so? Um, yeah, I would say, you know, Peyton Gravel has been tough all year. Um, but last night against a, uh, a tough opponent in Willow, Willow Field, she, uh, she wasn't, uh, you know, afraid of anything. She was fearless. She was going at him. She played tough in the post and she made things difficult. And then she had another tough matchup on Tuesday with, uh, Ellie Welch from, from Pelican and, um, you know, did some good things there. Um, really leading us, leading the charge. And, um, you know, Ashley Pavick is, is, is somebody who's, who's really played well and really, really knowing her role and, and understanding game plan and just a, such a smart player. She's only a freshman. Um, she's playing in a big game, you know, last night against Perm and, played a lot of good minutes you know she she just played smart um and uh we're looking forward to to what she can continue to uh contribute to the team looking at uh, the game against new york mills as we're recording this on friday morning uh what are you looking for uh for this game against mills obviously the second time you've played them this season yeah you know um we played really well against them the first matchup shot um shot crazy good um so we know they've had this this game circled for for a while, and they're they're rolling. They've won six in a row. They're a good team. They're physical. They're big. So we have to rebound. We have to rebound, and that's uh, that's got to be all five of us on the court. You know, pursuing rebounds and, and boxing out um, to the absolute best of our our ability um, to limit them from getting those second chance points and second and third opportunities. Um, and then we got to take care of the ball against uh, against their kind of their their trapping zone and. Um, and see kind of what they're what they're in and adjust just on the fly because uh, not a whole lot of time to prepare. So um, we're going to have to rebound, play physical. And what is it like playing a team the second time through the season? Do you take some things from that first game, or since it's been so far away, do you kind of throw it out the window and say it's an entirely new game plan? Yeah, it's it is kind of a it's kind of a fresh slate, you know. But we know um, what challenges they present um, as far as the Olsen sisters and. And Balk and um, you know they're they're big, you know they're they're physical. They get after you and they they really challenge you. So so we take those things and and uh, you know apply them to tonight's game plan and um, you know everything else. It's, it's just kind of a, a clean slate. Hopefully we can um, you know have a a little better start tonight. And with this game being on the home court, part of a doubleheader, how fun of an atmosphere uh, is that for a team? Just getting the gym full of people and just kind of a, a big night of basketball. Yeah, that's the best part of, of these double headers is you get a lot of people in the gym, you know, um, and uh, get some get some excitement rolling in the gym for for both teams, you know, and uh, both teams have been doing doing some good things this year. So hopefully we can get uh, get a lot of people out out on a Friday night supporting some some Wolverine girls and boys basketball. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip. Coach, thanks for the time, and look forward to talking with you again next week. Thank you, CJ. Appreciate it. Doubleheader. It was a fun night of basketball last night between the Wolverines and the Eagles and that doubleheader action, seeing the gym full, getting to see all the fun stuff that goes with that and part of the fun of high school sports. 
getting to have these big nights where everybody gets to cheer on everybody and see everybody and just a lot of fun. So it was really fun to call last night. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk with head wrestling coach Brad Woolham, head boys hockey coach Scott Woods, and our Wolverine Player of the Week with Maddie Karsten, a senior on the girls' basketball team, coming up as well on Wolverines Weekly. Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with head boys hockey coach Scott Woods. And, Coach, what's it been like the last week for your team? It's been good. You know, we played well. We uh, played Breckwap. And, uh, you know, they're a team that unfortunately just hasn't – they haven't uh, won any games in a long time. They're just one of those teams that's going through that stage of really being down and trying to rebuild their program. And um, so – you know, the challenge in those games more than anything is, is probably number one to go out and play hard and put them away early and just make sure, you know, they don't believe they have a chance to win. And then after that, I think it's just, you know, we talk a lot about staying in good habits with a team like that, but playing with class, you know. Everybody's been on that side before where you're struggling to get a win and you're losing badly and, you know, you, it's a good lesson for kids to you just don't go out and play hard and play your game that, at class and understand what it's like to be in their shoes, you know, not to run it up to 15 nothing, and, and, you know, you can still play hard and do a lot of good things. And now looking forward at your schedule here as we're recording this Friday morning, you guys have a game uh, tonight against Kitson Central. What do you know about them and what do you have to do to get the win? Well, I think their biggest thing is they're not real deep, but they have the leading scorer in the state. You know, he's up there by far. They don't have the greatest schedule, but he's legitimate. He's a good player and linemate's a very good player. Uh, both of them have had a really good year. I think he's got 78 points or something, something crazy. He's way ahead of the second guy in state. Um, so I think that's our biggest thing is limiting him. You know, it's, you don't necessarily expect to completely shut him down and not have eight points. Um, but try and limit the damage as much as possible. I think our biggest thing with them is just going to be, you know, like we've been to other teams that, that are smaller. And, and again, we've been in those shoes and you can only play a couple lines and, I think for us, it's just, just going to be trying to run them down and run them out of energy as best we can and, and really not change anything other than that. You know, we have to adapt as we go. And if he's really, really doing well and we're not defending well enough, it might be, you know, an adjustment during the game with maybe shadowing him a little bit and trying to get him frustrated. But, uh, you know, beyond that, we just need to go out and play hard like he's been playing and it's been working for us. And looking at the, taking a look at the uh, the section standings for you guys in 6A, towards the top of the section as we start to wind down a little bit on the season, uh, Coach, what's your outlook on just kind of where this team is standing and what you guys need to do to, to stay in that good spot as the season wraps up? Well, I think what's really nice now is, you know, last night we were supposed to play Detroit Lakes. that got postponed, so we're going to be playing them. They're not in our section, but they're a common opponent. So, you know, we've still got a few games like that that could be a factor, you know, besides the head-to-head, but... I would say people have us anywhere from one to two and even possibly three, but I don't see how we're not one or two as of today. Um, you know, we beat Northern Lakes. Uh, they beat Alexandria. Alexandria's playing better lately, but still you got to look at the head-to-head stuff that's there, and we've got to factor that in. As of today, again, Fergus Falls has been number one most of the year, but they've really struggled lately. I actually drove over and watched them last night, and, 
They're just they're going through some struggles, but they're a good team. So I think those teams are one, two, and three. And then Northern Lakes, you know, had expected to be doing better, but they're just not quite uh, performing where they could be. I think they're still a legitimate team, and um, if they play the way they can, they're definitely in the top four. So, I, you know, we're in there right now. We, we need to get through a few more games before things end, but it's, it's nice to be sitting, you know, one or two of them today and, and really shouldn't end up being lower than than three or even four at the absolute worst. It's been, you know, unless something really odd happens. So it's, we're in a good spot. We just need to continue to play well and continue to still find ways to get better before we come by out time. And, Coach, uh, through the last week, as you've seen your team in game action, in practice, has there been anybody on the ice who you feel like, you know, maybe doesn't show up in a game, but just somebody who's been working their tail off, somebody who uh, really has kind of been catching your eye over the last week or so? Well, and that's the thing. We try and recognize the guys that don't always get on the stat sheet. Uh, you know, not necessarily a player, but it would, with the guys that probably aren't always getting a lot of the recognition, the guys that score tend to, you know, the, the goalies tend to based on how they play for the night. But, you know, we've got five senior defensemen, you know, which is a, quite a luxury to have, and those guys have been really solid. Um, Aiden Sutherland had missed quite a bit. He had a, a broken bone in his ankle, and he's back close to full health and has played really well. Dalton Moyer, Austin Olfeld, Caden uh, um, Peterson, and MJ Lundy, those five have just been really solid back there. They, they've uh, limited teams' chances, and, and sometimes that goes unnoticed when we're scoring six or seven goals and winning the game. Um, so I think if anything, those are the guys that maybe deserve a little recognition that don't always show up in the stat sheet. And, and then we've got other, you know, without naming off, you know, everybody's name, but we, you know, our other two lines that aren't always scoring have definitely played well. They just, um, again, don't always end up on the stat sheet and, and get some of the recognition too. But, you know, I'd say through and through, you know, the whole team's playing hard and, and, uh, you know, again, with a high scoring team, sometimes those defensemen don't get the credit they deserve. And last question for you here, Coach. Uh, you know, you mentioned those seniors and how important they've been for this team, uh, obviously with the experience, but with their leadership, how nice is it to have almost kind of coaches on the ice being with uh, those younger players and helping move them along? Well, it's a huge piece. You know, we've waited for that. You know, we tried to groom those kids when they were younger and tried to have other leadership. You know, the past couple of years, last year with a winning record, the year before we didn't, but we felt like we had really good pieces in place. Uh, we had a couple of really good senior defensemen, three of them that really stood out. And, and our, our, our guys up front, we just didn't have a lot of scoring, a lot of hard workers, and our goal scorers were so young. Um, so I think those guys mentored them for a couple of years on the way up, and now that these guys are all seniors and we've got a mix of forwards and defensemen, um, it, it's huge because they're able to mentor guys that whatever position they're playing, uh, it, it just goes a long way to, to, you know, and, and I think a lot of it too is whether it's mentoring verbally or, or their work ethic. I mean, most seniors are crazy competitive. It, it's what's taken them this far. You know, when our game was postponed the other night, we did kind of a, not a, not a scrimmage, but kind of a modified. We always try and build it around things we need to get better. So we adapt the scrimmage or a small game type thing. And, you know, the one we did, we put up the scoreboard. We did everything like that. We had guys arguing in a good way, but arguing with each other and whether or not it's a goal or not and getting under each other's skin a little bit. And I think um, those young guys see that, that, hey, it's not just practice. We don't want to lose in anything. We come here to compete every day. And I, I just hope that continues to carry on with those younger players. 
We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Scott Woods. Coach, appreciate the time and getting to know a little bit more about your team this week and look forward to talking with you next week to recap it all. Sounds good. Thanks again. That's boys hockey coach Scott Woods, who has his team in a great spot because of the great play they've had all year and in the large part due to those seniors on the ice and a whole bunch of other playmakers they have as well. Well, now we're going to go from the rink and take it over to the mat. Let's check in with the wrestling team. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wollum. And, Coach, give us the scoop. What's been going on with your team over the last week? Uh, this week's been super busy. We had a triangular up in Park Rapids on Tuesday. We had a home event here Thursday against Frazee in Barnesville. Um, this Friday we are uh, uh, hopefully traveling to Underwood. Uh, we can make it there with the wind and not everything. Um, and uh, that was a rescheduled event. So it's been a busy week for the team. I'm um, having three events and then uh, it'll be a a JV tournament on Saturday up in Monoman. So some kids are going to have five events in one week. And, you know, that's been something you've talked about a lot throughout the month of January. There's a lot of stuff going on. Everybody's kind of going to go through the gauntlet, if you will, having to do a ton of these uh, uh, meets and tournaments and all that. How, how have your guys been holding up, and just uh, how are they feeling uh, heading into this weekend and into next week? Uh, I would say all the kids have taken lumps uh, throughout the month. They're all, they've all been pretty beat up, unfortunately. Um, we've had either just general illnesses, you know, kids being sick and stuff uh, with flu or strep throat or something, um, you know, and then lots of injuries. Every kid's had either banged up knees or, you know, shoulders, um, just that, that wear and tear of, of tournaments and action. Um, everybody's been slightly dinged up, but luckily this week is the last of it, and then we get a nice good stretch of uh, – of just some practices and kind of slow things down before we get to the postseason. And, you, you know, you mentioned that the postseason, not too far away, trying to rest up. What's kind of the plan uh, with your kids going forward just to get them ready for uh, for postseason wrestling? Um, again, I, we, we've kind of spoke on the show about how, like, I, I try to break the season up into thirds. Um, you know, that first third is December, that pre-Christmas stuff, um, and then, you know, now it's January. It's kind of like the middle third. That's a lot of your dual meet to action, um, and that's that's the hardest part of the season, truthfully. And then now we're gonna February first. I like to think of as the the third part of the season, not the postseason. So starting next Monday, um, just kind of like, hey kids, we're we're resetting. Let's forget about what happened. You know, we we just got to move on um, because February things can happen. You just it's all about mental game at that point. Um, I've seen great, great athletes not make it to a state tournament, and I've seen kids that, um, you know, probably shouldn't have been there, but, you know, they just believe they worked hard and they found a way to get there. So uh, it's anybody's ball game come come February. So that's just kind of what I'm preaching to the kids. And as you've been uh, kind of through these last couple weeks here, has there been any uh, wrestlers that have stuck out to you? Anybody who uh, you said, you know, they've been having a really good week of practice. Maybe it hasn't quite shown up uh, on the mat in a meet, but just somebody who you think has been taking some strides. You know, there's a, there's a uh, fair amount of kids. Um, Hudson Scholes has, has been really good. Uh, technically, this is a second year wrestling. Uh, last year, he was set out, I would say, three-fourths of his season with a broken elbow. Um, so really, this is his first year, and wow, has he made strides. Uh, and 
you know, it's a young kid that's been filling in a varsity spot for us. That's been really good. Uh, you know, Jaden Kenny, he's a freshman. Um, you know, he too is, you know, he, he goes in some hammers out there, but he always keeps his chin up and keeps fighting. Um, and then James Sealhammer too. He's, uh, he's had a really good month. Uh, he's went out there and has really progressed. Uh, he's been doing a lot of, you know, JV and uh, varsity events and, uh, he's really utilizing his freshman year wisely. And coach, looking over on the girls wrestling side of things, second year of the program, kind of last year was, uh, you know, an interesting year as you try to feel out uh, girls wrestling and and the postseason that comes with that. But now is it's kind of the first full year to really appreciate it and really kind of prepare everybody and and do this. How has it been uh, on the girls side of things with wrestling? Oh, it is super fun. Um, our girls are progressing uh outstanding i mean they're they're doing really good uh they've been able to get to some girls only tournaments um and they've done really well they went to thief river falls and uh, we had two girls participating there and they both took second place um they had beat some um pretty good wrestlers up there and everything so they're they're really doing well um and then whenever we can find them you know uh other female matches you know, we certainly take advantage of that, and they've just been doing really good. Just constant progression, um, and it, they're so new, new to the sport that they're a little bit. They listen, I, w- I would say, a little bit better than the boys, uh, just because they, you know, they're so new and they're just so eager to learn that it's like, wow, you know, it's like you almost have to be careful what you say uh, because they're listening that closely to the details. Um, so yeah, they're having a great season. The high school league has uh, recently changed how they're going to do the postseason. So uh, for girls wrestling, there's no class system. There's no class A, AA, AAA. Uh, it's just all one class. And last season, they just broke the state in half. Uh, there's the northern half and the southern half. And uh, we were obviously in the northern half, so we went to Sartell. And as long as you place top two, you made the state. And that's what Madeline had done last year. <clears throat> so it's pretty competitive uh, having just the state broken into half, all classes together. And now this year, um, they are going to break it down into uh, four parts. So they have, um, like, we are part of section six. So section six and section seven are going to have, like, a joint tournament. And then they're going to expand uh, the brackets. Last year at state, there were only four-year-old brackets. This year, they're going to be eight, eight-woman brackets. Um, and then the high school boys are still 16. So they're they're certainly growing. Uh, they're moving in the right direction, which is awesome. Um, so now it kind of makes it fun for the girls to kind of scout and kind of like, okay, what weight class should I go to? You know, they're starting to really get into the nitty-gritty of um, you know scouting and thinking ahead, you know, weeks in advance. And how fun has it been for you as a coach to kind of be uh, uh, in to be a head coach of a wrestling team in this time uh, where girls wrestling is really kind of getting their footing and trying to get off the ground? It's uh, super exciting because it's it's so new you don't know. Um, and I I've coached track, you know, some female athletes before, but uh, in this physical manner, you know, I mean, it's 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 different. Um, it's you know a lot more intense of a sport. So it's been really, really fun to kind of learn. Um, and, you know, it's just kind of everybody's bodies are different the way it is as far as weight cutting, um, you know, you, with boys. And now you throw in the girl, the female aspect, and that just is a whole different thing. Um, and, you know, you just kind of, 
some girls are, uh, you know, they're super technique reliant, and then some girls are super like speed reliant, and it's just kind of a, it adds a whole different element um, to the to the sport when you throw in the female. So it's really exciting. Um, I I won't change this for the world. It's great for these girls to have this competition. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wollum. Coach, appreciate the time. Thanks for your answers, and we look forward to talking with you next week as, uh, like you said, the postseason wrestling gets closer and closer. All right. Thanks, DJ. An exciting time in wrestling to have girls wrestling get off the ground, get its start, and uh, just really fun to see it grow already uh, in year two of girls wrestling being sanctioned by the high school league. So we have more to come on Wolverines Weekly. We're going to take a break, and when we return, we will talk with our Wolverine Player of the Week, a senior on the girls' basketball team. It's Maddie Karsten, and you can hear from her when we come back. We'll be right back with more insight from players and coaches after the break. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. Time now for another Wolverine Player of the Week, and we're joined by a senior on the girls' basketball team. It's Maddie Karsten. Maddie, just talk about how your season's been going so far. Um, it's been going pretty good. We've been moving the ball well, playing our tough defense as always. Last week up in Sabika, you had a nice game, 25 points. What was going well for you in that game? I think getting things started on defense definitely gets me going just Getting after the loose balls, doing the little things on defense really brings the confidence to me on offense. And what do you think you do best out on the court? Uh, I think definitely my defense helps out my team a little bit, getting after their best, the other team's best player usually, and also just making plays for my teammates. And what has it been like with your teammates this year and just uh, getting to play with them again? Definitely feels good. We're pretty close, I'd say, which makes it fun, but also... Every little play that we have makes it really exciting for us. The charges, blocks, loose balls, and ones. We really bring our energy with those ones. And how fun is it to be back out onto the court after missing last season? Definitely feels better than just sitting on the bench. That was kind of tough for me, but always supporting my teammates. But yeah, definitely feels good to be back out playing with them. And as a senior on the girls' basketball team, how do you look back on your time with the program? Um, Definitely put a lot of work in and finally getting to show it this year, especially being back out there, but definitely my last year to kind of go out there and get stuff done. (laughs) We're towards the end of January now. Still a lot of basketball, though, left on the schedule. Maddie, what are your goals for the team for the rest of the season? I think a goal we kind of have in mind is to host our first playoff game and, and win that playoff game. It's our Wolverine Player of the Week, Maddie Karsten, a senior on the girls' basketball team. Appreciate the time, Maddie, and best of luck the rest of the season. Thank you. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadinaradio.com.